0: How you doing, everybody? The,
1: the Jet Copic Copic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. <laughs> prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet <laughs> Copic. Chef Fake is. This is unscripted and in your face.
0: Well, welcome once again, boys and girls, to the program we know you've been waiting for with Baited Breath. And if you believe that, we've got some marvelous used cars on Western Avenue available you, right this very moment. You know that
1: would be a great job for you. You would be making a couple hundred grand a year selling cars. You know, you somebody awesome. once
0: said it to me, but there's there's one problem with me and and sales. And
1: what's that? You can't I, close. I
0: can, I can show. Well, you, you you nailed it. I can I can show up and I can I can be a great presenter. I right. can I can be a great you know, uh, Rookford salad next to the filet mignon, the yeah. whole nine yards. But when it comes you time, smell a little like when it comes cheese, time, come to think
1: of it today. You know, since he, you're sick,
0: starting right in. I mean, usually you open up with a couple of "hello, stupid"s. Today you're not even about to warm up in the bullpen.
1: Well, you're not feeling uh, good, so I figured just knock you down. With it,
0: yeah, I mean, dark. once again, let the record show that Kappich is playing under severe oh, physical poor duress, little baby, and but should be hospitalized play with right now. play my skin
1: flute. and but you he, know he is out here singing a tune.
0: Can't we have a violin background?
1: All right, so go ahead. A violin just, background. Yeah, what the hell fierce, is that? Yes. Yeah. Black shoes on with a brown suit today. You look great. Well, uh,
0: that's. Yeah. Do you ever notice how a head cold just messes you up? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, head messes me up. I mean, up who, up all who the does the this? Yeah. I'm wearing. I'm wearing a custom-made suit. <laughs> A custom-made shirt. I can look. And it's it's a beautiful shade of brown. Everything flows. Everything is complimentary. The, Even you said out on out the street. You look sharp. While you were visiting with the guys who were selling streetwise. Yes. That I really look great.
1: Well, actually. And then
0: you, then you realize I'm wearing black shoes.
1: Are you sure that that shirt, now that I look at it from outside, it's not a little purplish? It looks a little purplish. Is that purple? No. No. no it's very,
0: uh, it's well, a deep shade of red. I
1: give you credit. You're a very secure man. You know, you have the balls to wear colors that most men would never wear, like. Fag blue and or, and 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 purple and all that other stuff.
0: Don't you wish Crombie and <laughs> Fitch would advertise that way? Fag, fag blue, yeah. street queen yellow. Did I say that? <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, now um, back back to the closing. See, I disagree. See here, you're missing one small ingredient. Seriously, you are. You're a great pitch man, good salesman. I think, and this is very common for people, you don't ask. Ah. You have to ask. And I'm not giving you shit now. You have to ask for the order. You get in there, hey, everybody. you got to ask for the order. And that's where you stop. Because you give them a great pitch, and, and you just don't ask. Hey, you know, how many weeks you want to buy? You know, When do you want to get started? There's a lot. You don't just... You know, yeah, but see,
0: the, the people who can do that, and I put you in that class. I d- can do to it. To me, it's an art form. It, it really is. It is an it's art form. It's the most underrated art form in the world. Interesting. Those should... people who can actually... Close. Close. Like, like, for example, you know, my, you my father, that. my father, God rest his soul. Okay. Before he went, uh, comes uh, a, uh bankrupt, <laughs> he was a Great. brilliant closer.
1: Yeah, closing, you know, because you know what closing requires, and that doesn't, and this is really, for once, I'm not giving you a shot. This is no shot against you. Closing is an art form, and it's also, um, it takes, it does, it takes balls to ask because a lot of, most times, believe it or not, people say no. They do. I mean, it just oh, says, yeah. they say no a lot faster than they say yes, and there's a lot of ways of asking people. And we're even Are fearful of asking I have to push through Sometimes the fear And say Alright pick your ass Pick ass You go through the whole thing And you say Okay so when do you want To get started When do you want to get going Here how much it is Here I need a down payment I mean It that, that doesn't sound like A big deal When you're, we're having The conversation now But when you're in Conversation with people You have to ask And there's not When I say ask I just mean like When, when do you want to buy you know, I mean, um, There's a lot of ways of asking Le-
0: Levy, Levy looks bored to me Right now He really does.
1: No, I think so this He's is waiting
0: a, for us To get back on TNA.
1: No this is a <laughs> Uh, this is an educational uh, part of our podcast.
0: Well, you know, I, I dated a babe.
1: A babe. I keep going. You, know, you dated a babe.
0: I, da- you. I dated a babe.
1: You dated a babe. <laughs> From Notre.
0: From Notre Bame. Notre Bame. Yeah. I dated a babe yes. named Suzanne Wood, mm-hmm. a blonde. Of course you did. Really, really hot. Susan Woody. Suzanne Woody, who's now in uh, Houston, Texas.
1: Yes, I heard about her last now, night. Now,
0: she was Rockenbach Chevrolet, and Rockenbach and is the biggest dealer. In the Midwest. Oh, they're thieves beyond she was, belief. She was their number one salesperson for consecutive years. Okay. Which Why? meant she was the number one.
1: Why'd she move away Chevy from Chevy dealership?
0: Um, no, she wanted to get back into uh, into nursing, which made no sense whatsoever. She went from but, a, but a car salesperson you know, I, to a I, nurse. I said, I said with her. Well, I was at Bot one night meaning to pick her up. Uh, Way up in Gray's Lake. Does you know what? I, I can't even talk. Does though, your car get up God's that sakes. far? You know does what? your car get
1: up that far to Gray's Lake there, Chester? Uh, you
0: know, my my idea of a long drive is going to Club Amore. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think you got lost yeah, the other day, didn't you?
0: Nobody gets lost going to Club Amore. There's like getting lost going to the Taj Mahal. Well, it just doesn't happen.
1: It does. You got there 45 minutes late. We were worried about you. By the way, folks, I do the uh, once a month on this uh, great place, Club Amore on Grand Avenue, 8166. Chess, Chet was supposed to be there.
0: We, we highly suggest you bring your own switchblade.
1: Would it have killed you to call? to say I'm running late. We were all worried well, about I, you. Well, I am not going to call you a, while
0: you're on the air.
1: Why? You would have called. I checked on commercials because we know you're on your way to becoming a senior citizen. We know you're forgetful and you we got what? worried about Sheldon. you. We got worried about you. I was extremely worried about you. I really was. I wouldn't give you a hard time if I didn't like you. I'm like it's five after five, it's ten after five, it's five forty. Where the hell is he? And then you come up with some story. Yeah, that someone stole the Lexus and you look like an African American guy, so they pulled you over. A six foot five white guy.
0: I was clearly being profiled.
1: Yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> and then of course you're probably just having to BS with the cop for thirty five or forty minutes.
0: Now, Pinker, you're finally onto it. <laughs> If I hadn't sat and talked with the cop for 20 (laughs) minutes, I would have been there plenty of
1: time. (laughs) I'm sure. So that's what you did, didn't you? All
0: right. Back to to sales. No regard. Back to sales. Because Suzanne Wood, Yeah, I was up at
1: Rockenbach one
0: night, and she's got a customer who's going to buy a truck. Mm -hmm. And this guy's got no dough at all. Of course. And he's got lousy credit. Right. And she is pulling out every stop. What do you have in your IRAs? What do you have in your banking account? Can nice. you borrow from your mother? We gotta get this deal done. This deal is just too good for you. You know, I we, we gotta have rape, your business. Rape, rape, and, rape, I mean she she absolutely manipulated this guy. She's a pounder. like like nobody's business. The fact that she had great you know knocks didn't hurt either. Right. But I mean she she really showed me the most the most aggressive hound's tooth of a cell that awesome. you could ever hope to see. Awesome.
1: It's the way you gotta do it. You have to you have to ask 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 and push 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 push. You got to do it. There's a lot of ways of doing it, but you're absolutely right. It's a very it's a very uh, it's an art form that to get that gets no credit in our public at all. For I wonder sales. if Tiger
0: Woods is going to get laid while he's in Augusta.
1: Would, how many? I would think he is. How many times is he going to get laid? Yeah, I'm sure he's going to get laid. Do you think he's going to get back with his wife? Or do you think his wife is going to divorce him? Uh, Elin's over in uh, Sweden. Yeah, he's not going to change. These guys don't change. I love it. Michael Michael, oh, let me ask you this. The only guy that I may have changed, because he got, uh, what's her name? Michael Douglas. She's one of the most gorgeous women ever. What's her
0: Catherine name? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh,
1: she really is something.
0: She's a 14 on the scale and 9. She
1: really is gorgeous. Now, he may be stopped cheating, but other than him, I, I don't think it. so. I doubt it. You don't think so?
0: He's a sexual addict. Hey, by the way, can somebody explain to me what Sandra Bullock is doing with this? Biker moron who's got, you
1: know, 300 oh, tattoos. I don't know. What are you asking me for? Are you a sexual addict? I think, you know what? It's something I never thought about. Just come to think of it. I think you are too. I think you're a sexual addict. I really do. Actually, I'm quite um, uh, impressed with your appetite. How the
0: hell? How the hell would you categorize me or profile
1: me as a sexual addict? Well, you pitch every single girl on Facebook and you because have Because
0: 40- I love to flirt. Yeah. I'm harmless.
1: Yeah, sure you are. Mm-hmm. I
0: am totally
1: yeah. harmless. Yeah, you yeah. you 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 pitch them to take you take them to Red Lobster. Next thing you know, you got their hand on their thigh, and away we're going with the blue cheese dressing. Who going going back, you're you're
0: going back to when I was going back to when I was 20 years old.
1: Yeah, you always say uh, yeah. that. to me. It
0: was never about the actual conquest.
1: Oh, well, you sound like it was about
0: guy. it was about the pitch.
1: It's like reading the articles in Playboy. Every guy says that. Well, it's not about the conquest. It's about the pitch, and I get the number and then I throw it away. Are you telling me that now? Are you giving me that bullshit?
0: Yeah, and I'm like, hoping you're gonna.
1: Yeah, you giving me that bullshit, the <laughs> conquest crap. I got that the other day from my. Uh,
0: hey, by the way, you know, from, speaking of, uh, we we we, we got to chat up Letterman once again. We, we talked oh, about. Why we chat up Letterman again? Last time, I mean, it's it's just inconceivable. Insecure. I mean, I mean, based on based on what the magazine piece has to say about Letterman that he's self-loathing, insecure, hates himself, what? can't stand his
1: environment. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking to myself...
1: And he brought a kid into the world, and he thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. Harry. Look at me. Look at this. I Big know. trouble at eleven thirty-five. I've got to get this magazine.
0: Yeah, it's Vanity it. Fair, which is really a guy's magazine. Can
1: I tell you so, about this? So Joe, Better Homes and Gardens. I mean, hindsight's twenty-twenty. But if Joe Halderman would have handled this correctly, he could have gotten the money and gotten away with it. And let me oh, tell yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Am I right? Absolutely. If someone, all kidding aside now, if someone came to you, let's just put you, you, you in the situation. Seriously, you're you're working it, and then we'll, we'll we'll take the stakes down a little bit because you didn't make forty mil. But you're at Channel Five. Somebody's got the goods on you. Now you're a sports caster. You're a high-profile guy. If someone came to you without extorting you and said, "You know what? We're gonna do. I've got this manuscript." Okay, about a a, a high end sportscaster that's on his way up, and he was brought down by some guy, yada, yada, yada. If the guy would have presented it in a manuscript form, do you want to buy my manuscript, Chet, for $100,000? You'd have written a check in a second. You want to buy my manuscript for $2 million? Because just like Law and Order, things like that, a lot of these shows are based on it, and you always say at the end, you know, these are based on fictional characters and everything. Hey, let's
0: one thing. Dick Wolf, who produces Law and Order, is the best. Television producer. Of the He's a genius.
1: Era. But what I'm saying is, if this would have been handled differently by this guy Halderman, he could have gotten his two million. All
0: Halderman had to do was this: was approach Letterman and say, "Dave, I'm going to be frank with you. I'm writing a book."
1: Yeah, or I said a movie. Same thing, exactly.
0: And this book, exactly. This book is going to name a lot of names. Right. It's not going to be real favorable. Do you
1: want to buy the book now?
0: Now maybe you and I would, you know, should sit down and discuss where the book is going. Correct.
1: That's what I'm saying. Where are the movie's going, where are the book is going, because after the book, there's going to be a movie, and everyone is going to know it's you, but we're not going to name it you. We're going to have Gary Shandling play you. We're going to have and, this you one know, you, play
0: you. You also tell Letterman, uh, I, already have, I already have Random House lined up with a $200,000 advance on
1: this book. Right. You want to match it by that's 10 a, times, and you can that, buy that, the book.
0: That, that's, how, that's how crazy they are about, about this book. Right. Actually, I, you know, I mean, you, you're reading from the magazine piece again. Letterman is, by his own admission, one of the most unhappy, insecure, guilt-ridden, self-loathing, self-pitying people on the planet. Why
1: self-pity? Why guilt-ridden? What the hell is he guilty about? What's he self-loathing about? Sounds to about? me
0: like somebody working on uh, WGN News. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who, the guy, Beaver? Yeah, Beaver. Yeah, Beaver. Yeah. hmm
0: I was watching Beaver at uh, White Sox Park during opening day, yeah. a couple of days back. Yeah, day. mm-hmm. Beaver just doesn't get it.
1: Yeah, Beaver doesn't get it.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, WGN is about Jack Brickhouse, Harry Carey, and Vince Lloyd and Lou Boudreau. It's not about the Beaver. Well, you like Robin. Who's Pat I love Robin. She's a good girl. Rob, Larry and Robin are 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 two totally hip people who I love as I love uh, Jan Jeffcoat and Dave Nemechek. No
1: kidding, you love Jan Jeffcoat. You pitch her every Friday. I watch pretty much. Pitch yeah. Her. And what happens? Do you get to go out with her afterwards? I strike out every week don't on you? three pitches. I told you a little make all fast little dabble do you next week, this week, a little dabble do you? You'll be better off.
0: All right, uh, here we go. Pinker today. Uh, Dear uh, Abby anoth- joins another one. Joins the uh, festivities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dear Abby, of course, uh, a mainstay in the Chicago Sun Times. Uh, by the way, uh, Dear Abby is written by Abigail Van Buren, also known as Jean Phillips, mm-hmm. and was founded by her mother, Pauline Phillips. In other words, this this bitch has capitalized on her mother's legacy to the nth what's
1: wrong with that you gotta make it somehow well here we go you're too bad your kid can't capitalize on you
0: here we go dear abby dear dr pinker now pay real close attention because this one's important okay my father has been short-tempered for as long as i can remember he never beat us but he spanked us plenty as a means of discipline He never we were beat us, up. but
1: he spanked us
0: plenty? <laughs> he never beat us. However, I do have welts underneath both eyes. Okay, I'm trying to
1: figure out the difference.
0: <laughs> and I also have cauliflower ears. All right. Uh, now, carrying on. It's very incestuous. Now, this anger yet. is uh, random. He makes every family event a nightmare for everyone involved. He insists on planning events at their own home and screams and degrades any of us kids and mom if we do something Mm -hmm. other than his way. I am expecting my first child. My husband and I are afraid of the effects dad's behavior will have on our little one. Mm -hmm. My sister's children are all afraid of my father. Mm -hmm. While they respect him, they constantly worry about when the next blow-up will happen. Mm -hmm. I don't want to uh, cut anyone out of my life, but how can I deal with this? Signed, signed emotionally exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dear emotionally
1: exhausted. Do I get the take take,
0: take take the old man. Take the old man. Get the rubber hose. Put him in the garage. And, and just unload him.
1: I'd 86 him. I would get rid of him. I really would. I really would. It's enough already. And and here's the problem. No one ever put their foot down. The, his wife and the other kids. And he has got carp lunch to be a bully. The guy is nothing more than a bully. And the only way you stop
0: Which means he's as insecure and self-loathing as David Letterman.
1: That's true. And there's a reason why he does that. So you need to dump him. I, 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 see, here's, and here's how I... Here, let me give this lady a good piece of advice. I am not going to have my children participate in that kind of behavior i don't want i know the kids are going to see bad enough stuff in their life but i'm not going to have my kids participate from day one some screaming with yelling at me and my kids because the kids say spilled milk or was a baby or being a toddler have a nice day when you can stop screaming you're welcome back to the house okay how's that
0: unless Yeah, the old man's loaded if the old man's sitting on four or five million bucks, you have to. Ready to divvy it up?
1: All right, Mister Cobb Then just yeah. deal with him, Mister Copstein. That's nice. That's really good thinking. divvy it up. Now, if you want to get rid of him, it's a horse of a different color.
0: Well, you know what? Did you see that story the other day? It was on the. Uh, it was on the T V news about some guy who was going to pay fifteen hundred bucks to have a guy whacked.
1: Him. No, I didn't see. I am thinking. 1500 bucks. Now we're going to start talking Who the about hell hits. would be stupid enough? How much would you... What would be your minimum? <laughs> You'd trip on the gun and kill yourself. <laughs> You'd trip on your dick yeah, and kill yourself. But before gun, that, gun, because it's gun, so big, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But, but how much... What do you think is going rate for a hit?
0: Gun mishap claims, sportscaster. How much? How much is is, is a hit? I suppose what? I really hated somebody
1: yeah, like me, and they
0: were making my life just absolutely miserable. Okay, would you, and God knows you fall right in that category? Now, would
1: you do it yourself? or Would you hire somebody?
0: I'd have to hire somebody, all right, because as you said, I would probably take the gun, <laughs> fire at you, and you know hit some kind of dime store. But go ahead. How much? I, I would think it would have it would have to be a minimum
1: of fifteen thousand. I would think so. I was going to say between ten and twenty. I agree with you. Ten G at least. $15,000.
0: I mean, I'm thinking about the film Donnie Brasco. If you went to Al Pacino and told him you're going to make a hit, well, first of all, it's got to be authorized by the guys above Pacino. But I'm thinking it's got to be a minimum. Oh, my friends, <laughs> you know, you know, your love of the Italian population never ceases to amaze me. That was the joy of getting of getting lost going to your place, See? going to Club you did get lost. Was, I was I was I got to go through Elmwood Park and count all the bungalows and all the mobsters? It's
1: nice. And then you get to Club Amore.
0: You know, two hundred forty four bungalows, three hundred fourteen mobsters.
1: I know you won't believe this, but you know, No Nose DeFranzo lives a half a block across a street on the other side of the street from Club Amore. John Nonos DeFranzo. Yes, sir.
0: Nonos De Frondo, uh I met him in an Italian-American Sports Hall of, of Fame. Of course, course post- you did. Thing. And uh, it struck me as being really uh, the kind of guy that you want to avoid at all costs.
1: Yes, I would think so. Was he was quiet, wasn't he?
0: Uh, very quiet. Yeah, that's right. I mean, almost like a church mouse. That's right. Not, not like Jackie the Lackey Cerrone, who was always right.
1: very loud and very, right. Right. very, very boisterous. You've got to watch out for the quiet ones. That's why you and I, nobody has to worry about.
0: Right? Can you imagine us as foot soldiers in the mob? We'd be terrible. <laughs> having to go having to go and collect juice from bars in the Rush Street area. <laughs> may May we please have the money.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say that. You you they would do you because you're such a cockhound, you would be like or I should say a pusshound. they would have give you some hot broad and you'd end up paying them back the money for their juice and <laughs> you'd come in and, and they'd kick they'd kill you. You would be dead. You would be a dead foot soldier. Me, I don't know. But you for sure would be dead.
0: See, I, I'm at the age where I could consider that line of work, but I could never become a made guy.
1: Oh, no, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. Neither well, one, could I. Not, one,
0: I'm not Italian, but two, I mean, if, if, you, if you're going to join the mob, you've got to hop in around the age of 21,
1: 22, 18, and 19, 20. Earn
0: your spurs, now, earn your
1: bones. What you could do, though, because you're very inept on sports. That's yeah, right, he's tell inept. Me about it. He, he could become a little bit of a bookie. That you could still do.
0: You know, I'm, I'm a lousy bookian, I'll tell you why. Why? I think too much with my heart. Oh, you do? Like, for example. Right, because
1: you don't have a brain. Example, we know that. For example, when... Um, <laughs> you
0: just opened so the that's, door. That's the you basic just, problem. You just opened that, the door. That is the basic problem. All right, you think with your heart. When, when, when Duke opened up, minus seven against Butler. hmm Before I clicked on VegasInsider.com, I thought the line's going to be minus five and a half. Okay. Duke's going to be a five and a half point favorite. hmm You know what I was really thinking about? I was thinking about how courageous I thought Butler was against Michigan State the night before. They were awesome. So I did not see reality. Mm. What the books did when they set the line at seven points was they, they actually, they, they defied you to bet on Duke. Mm. But conversely, they also said in a roundabout way, boy, if you're going to bet Butler, you know, look at the, look at this number we're posting. We're, we're sensing a blowout. Which is, you know, why they built Caesars Palace. Right. Okay. And why you and I are playing the
1: Club Amore. And sitting in Chez LeVay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you feel better. I do. I really hope you feel better. Next week you have a little bit more on the ball, because I'm getting tired of carrying these podcasts. You want to close? Why not? <laughs> oh, and don't forget about our friends at American Taxi.
0: We'll, well, we'll take care of them up top. Oh. But we love American Taxi. And American Taxi, the thing about American Taxi that I find to be so cool, Pinker, is above and beyond... The airport business with Mitchell Field and O'Hare Field and Megs. Also, if you're in the Burbs, you're going downtown maybe to the Gibsons or you're going to a ball game or a hockey game or something like that, and you know you're going to get
1: soused. They are your designated drivers, Mm -hmm. you know. I know. I use them all the time. I use them them more like 10, 15 minutes from the house. That's when you have a bigger chance of getting Well, as
0: we tape right now, it's a quarter to 12, and you haven't been soused since... 9.30 9.30 this morning.
1: Well, I have to sober up for the broadcast, because I'm on my way to Club Amore for a meeting in an hour and a half. It's going to be awesome. All right, Chet, thanks for everything You always. Jeff, we're
0: thinking about becoming a country in Western Bar.
1: <laughs> you know what? You, I, right now, I just pictured you naked with boots on, just now. Cowboy boots That's naked. kind of a
0: frightening thought.
1: Isn't it? Yeah.
0: With my Johnson hanging out.
1: Have you seen yourself naked lately? No. Okay. I just, just curious.
0: I, I really just go out of my way not to look at myself. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, you're looking good though. You're looking, you're looking swell. Tomorrow I start with a personal trainer.
0: Mm-hmm. You do?
1: I really do. <laughs> I What's his extra.
0: name? Benny Bumbatsu? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's a little Spanish girl. She's gonna kick my ass. She's a, she's a little. Sin,
0: sw- Senor Pinker.
1: Senor Pinker. Senor
0: Pinker. I, you I, do I, you, uno, dos, uh-huh, tres reps, uh-huh, okay? Uh-huh.
1: Let's go like now.
0: Now Senior Pink. You're paying cash, right?
1: Yeah. No, actually it's it's an endorsement deal.
0: It's an endorsement deal. You know, you're such a whore. You, you know. taught
1: me that well. You did. You taught me how to do that.
0: All right, gang, that wraps up another edition of uh Unscripted and In Your Face, brought to you by the uh Marvelous People in American Taxi, Chicago's premier, suburban limousine and taxi service. I fucked up the line. we got to redo the line.
1: Okay. Go ahead. He'll, he'll cut this out. Go ahead. This was on the... Three,
0: two, one. All right, sports fans. That does it once again for uh, Unscripted and In Your Face. We hope you uh, have enjoyed this show significantly more than we enjoyed doing the show. Because believe me, this has been painful, at least on my side. want to thank our... On my end. That,
1: uh, on my end
0: On my end. On my side. <laughs> you know, you're so damn punchy at this point. You... You know, you're, I'm you're, you're like my ex-wife. Yeah, you know my ex-wife can't can't hear.
1: Those NyQuil fumes are killing me, pal. <laughs> Let me good. have one of those lodges. It may save my life. That's where you go. Those. Whew, I'll tell you. What. You're not supposed to take DayQuil before you do the broadcast.
0: You, you know, know I did that once.
1: You did it. What'd you do Pinker. today? What'd you oh, do? What'd God. you do today? Pinker, I was What'd in. you do today?
0: I I just took some uh, yeah. Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus. Yeah, sure you did. Sure you did. But no. This is no kidding. A little brandy in there. On on, on old WLUP back in the early 90s, Mm -hmm. one day I took, by mistake, NyQuil. Oh,
1: nice. And you did And I
0: I, I did the show in about five different languages.
1: (laughs) Well, so did Steve Dahl every day. Uh
0: Yeah, but Dahl Dahl had Meyer to cover the
1: tab. My my good friend Steve Dahl. I had to sit there and die on my own. You want to hear a fast Steve Dahl story? Sure. Okay. Um, Steve Dahl i uh you know i you stream the uh the and large show so um i thought it might be cool see and you're right chad always tells me that this business that we're in i came in it late is just such a one-way business where everybody kind of sits on their own little perch and i've always thought it would be so much better mm-hmm. if people kind of got together but it's not in their dna you you're unusual very seriously so i send a uh just a little email and i said hey steve Really enjoying your podcast. Congratulations on getting 2 million, you know, downloads. I mean, very humble, very nice. And, I uh, just want you to know I'm, I'm you streaming my show. I'm sure you've heard of it. It might be something you'd consider. It's awesome. I hope everything's well. Pinker. Nothing. Not that I expected any kind of big email. He could have been like, thanks. Okay. A week and a half later. I read, in one of the message boards cracked me up that Adam Carolla is, like, kicking ass podcasting. And Dahl writes a blog. And he's whining, I reached out to Adam Carolla, and I thought it would be great that we could get together. Dahl doesn't
0: reach out to anybody. That's
1: what he said in his thing. And Carolla ignored me. Well, boy, you talk about opening up the barn door. So I sent him another email, and I just said, you know what? Just practice what you preach, pal. You know, you're sitting there whining and complaining about Adam Corolla not emailing you. You've got absolutely no class whatsoever would it have killed you to email me. I mean, just, hey, thanks or something. And I said, and if you guys would get together, Carollas, Dolls, Copics, even to Pinker, who I'm not the, the star yet of of what they did. But still, there's a lot of good ideas. There's no such idea as a bad idea.
0: Pinker, if, right had, now I can't even get you five days in the mobile
1: home park. Why not? I'm doing fine <laughs> in the mobile home park. <laughs> what' a mobile home How about you? listen to you anyway, The point is you know give of yourself. he walks around and, and these people can 't see with a closed fist like this. You open up, you give a little bit it won 't kill you it's, a, it's a, really it 's an ignorant business.
0: Join us next week here on uh Dr. Robert Shuler's drive-in church. <laughs> when
1: I'm when, just saying, help out your fellow man. When well, will we'll talk about you.
0: the sexual habits of the priesthood here in Chicago. Wow, you like Doll? I'm uh, Chet uh, Yeah, Dahl uh, yeah. and I have our ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we go through it's windows. Not putts. And... I'm sorry. All right. Uh, he's Jeff Pincus. Yeah, Yes, I am. You know, Shame on him. I'm Chet Kopick, and God knows shame on me. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this edition of Up unscripted and in your face. We'll be back in uh, four days with more of this unbridled hilarity. Until then, peace, love, and the Rolling Stones. See you, folks. So long, everybody.